in a battle for America's soul. Liberty is at risk. It's time to speak up. Welcome to Brooke Talks America, sponsored by Brooke Says, with author, publisher, conservative advisor, and patriot, Brooke Says. For years, Brooke's been behind the scenes, helping conservative leaders articulate a vision for a better America. Now, she's front and center, and the mic is hot. Here is your host, Brooke Says. Hello, hello. Welcome to Brooke Talks America, where we discuss politics and culture from a conservative perspective. I'm your host, Brooke Says, conservative patriot, proud, deplorable, and columnist on AmericaOutloud.com. Make sure to check out my articles there. And be sure to connect with me on social media. I'm on Facebook, Twitter. I'm on Parler now as well. All of that will be on the website. And uh, if you'd like to partner with the show, let me know and help us get this conservative message out there, especially if you're a Jaguar dealer. Just kidding. (laughs) Not really kidding. But anyways, um, and I'm here with my co-host, Colonel Jim Warshuk, who is the former deputy director for intelligence at U.S. Central Command. He also served on the White House National Security Council and is currently the Hillsborough County, Florida GOP chairman. His articles are also on AmericaOutloud.com. So you know the deal. From Hot Topics to History, you can be sure if it's happening in America, I'll be talking about it. You can also listen to podcasts of the show on my website, BrookTalksAmerica.com. And also, I'm on Captain's America Third Watch every Tuesday morning at 5.30 a.m., Colonel Jim is on every Wednesday morning at 5 a.m., and both are on this station, Salem Media Group, AM860, The Answer. As a reminder, I'm going to be organizing the America Thanks the Truckers Rally for the last Saturday in July, which is July 25th. Stay tuned to my Facebook page for that, and if you'd like to help with organizing a local event in your area, please let me know. This is the thing. It can be as simple as people waving signs and banners on, like, overpasses, off-ramps, on-ramps, ramps posting it on social media. You can get the kids out there. It'd be fun. Let them be a part of it. And let them know that the stuff that they love is brought to them by the truckers. Whether there's a glove in a hospital, whether there's a snack on your plate, it's all bought brought to you by the truckers. Have a Girl Scout camp, uh, a Girl Scout, Boy Scout troop, church camp, or classroom you can have them make signs you get the point uh the goal is to have this be a national event and um give our truckers some love so i hope you want to be involved with that Uh, i want to give a quick you heard the music in the intro music a quick rest in peace honor to charlie daniels who's a great musician and patriot that's why we have the you know the music on there and just a reminder i pick all the songs on the show but charlie we love you and we'll see you on the other side My article this week is The Real Battle for America, Black Lives Matter versus Blexit. Uh, You know, I talk about this on the show a lot, this issue. Uh, Obviously, it's front and center in the news. My position has been for about the past 10 years being with how the the Democrats operate is that only a mass exit of black voters from the Democrat Party can, quote unquote, save the country and free us from the eternal bondage of our history to slavery. And here's why. So long as Democrats can profit, and they do, like Al Sharpton, and Democrats with votes from race baiting, they will. They will continue to pick that scab, and we will never, ever be able to heal as a nation because it works for them. So check out my article on the website. Give your thoughts on that. And 
I have as my guest on the show today, Bishop Aubrey Shines. Bishop Aubrey Shines is a Chicago native. He began ministering in the Cook County Correctional System in Chicago as an evangelical minister and currently pastors Glory to Glory Ministers here in Tampa. And he he, uh, recently founded the Conservative Clergy of Color organization. He appears regularly on TV and radio, including nationally syndicated television stations like Fox News. We've probably seen him on the Laura Ingram, uh, the Ingram Angle with Laura Ingram, as I have. He has appeared on NBC, which must hurt for him to go on that network, but he's a champion. Uh, (laughs) And Sinclair Broadcast Network. He's also a regular con- contributor to Real Clear Politics and Breitbart and cleric advisor for the Center for Urban Renewal and Education. During the 2016 campaign, Bishop Shines traveled along with candidate uh, Donald Trump, speaking in front of in dozens of cities across America as a supporter. Now, this action specifically drew the ire of one Miss Hillary Clinton, who said this in her book about Bishop Shines. Example. A prominent Trump supporter and evangelical bishop, Aubrey Shines, produced an online video attacking me because Democrats, quote, gave this country slavery, the KKK, Jim Crow laws, unquote. This charge was hugely amplified by the conservative media company Sinclair Broadcast Group, which distributed it to all of its 173 local television stations across the country along with other right-wing propaganda. Sinclair is now poised to grow to 223 stations. It would reach an estimated 72% of American households. How glad are you that she's not our president? Uh, And when we talked about this earlier this week, I told Bishop Shines that I hope he had really good security because you know what happens when you cross the Clintons. Uh, But I do see he's safe and sound, and we're glad about that. So with that, I want to welcome Bishop Shines to the show. Glad to be with you, and I've really been looking forward to this. I think we're going to have a great time here, and I really hope that your listening audience really kind of adhere to what you're trying to do, and it's simple, and it's just simply called Educate America. So again, I'm so glad to be with you today. Absolutely, and so glad you're on. Now, before we get into our discussion, which we have a lot of things to cover, I want to play a couple of clips and get your take on them. Uh, they'll go back to back. The, the first clip is by former Buffalo Bills player Marcellus Wiley talking about Black Lives Matter and their platform. And the second one is by civil rights leader Bob Woodson also talking about BLM. It's an interesting play right here. I don't know how many people really look into the mission statement of Black Lives Matter. Two things. My family structure is so vital and important to me. Not only the one I grew up in, but the one I'm trying to create right now. Being a father and a husband, that's my mission in life right now. How do I reconcile that, what I just told you, with this mission statement that says, quote, we dismantle the patriarchal practice. We disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement. When I know statistics, when I know my reality, forget statistics. I knew this before I even went to Columbia and saw these same statistics that I'm going to read to you right now. That children from single parent homes versus two parent homes. The children from the single parent homes, this is in 1995 I was reading this. Five times more likely to commit suicide. Six times more likely to be in poverty. Nine times more likely to drop out of high school. Ten times more likely to abuse chemical substances. Fourteen times more likely to commit rape. Twenty times more likely to end up in prison. And 32 times more likely to run away from home. 
I knew that. You know why I knew it? Because a lot of my friends didn't have family structures that were nuclear like mine, and they found themselves outside of their dreams and goals and aspirations. So when I see that, or as a mission statement for Black Lives Matter, it makes me scratch my head. Mr. Woodson, thanks so much for joining us. Please what do you make Tucker. of what's happening? Well, it's been part of a trend for 10 years, but they have, the left has abandoned all pretense of really fighting for social justice. Low-income blacks are just collateral damage to their efforts to just demean and, and, and destroy these civic institutions in this country. And Black Lives Matter, they are not uh, answering the question then, if racism were the single the, uh, culprit, why are black children and black people being dying and being destroyed in institutions run by their own people? The goal of the civil rights movement was to put black folks in, in positions so they could improve the lot of their own people. But where are the civil rights leaders and the black caucus when statues of Frederick Douglass are being torn down? So what do you think about that, Bishop Shines? I, you know, I was sitting and I was just listening, and I had heard uh, both clips before. And what really just came to my mind was actually something that the late a uh, civil rights guy that I really have a lot of respect for, Booker T. Washington. Yes. He said something like that as well. He said, and if memory, if I, I'm pretty sure I could quote this pretty well here. He says, there's a certain class of race problem solvers who don't want the patient to ever get well. Because as long as the disease holds out, they have not only an easy means of making a living, but also an easy medium to which to make themselves prominent before the public. And so when I think of Dr. Woodson and others like myself that are out here saying this, there are a class of Sharptons and Jacksons and BLMs and mainstream media outlets and individuals like Don Lemon and others. They're all doing the same thing. As long as there is this continued alleged problem, they themselves are still prominent. Their incomes are fixed. They are then the pseudo-messiahs, and as a result of it, they now have leverage. The Black Lives Matter is no different than every group that I just described. They're all with the same Brooke objective, and that is let's continue to amplify whatever divisiveness has been in this nation, even though, by the way, statistics don't really bear that out at all. But let's keep it going, because if we can keep it going, especially upon the unlearned, upon those who are ignorant, and I'm not speaking organically ignorant or because there is a deficit and they cannot learn, but if these institutions are constantly pushing forth this information, if we continue to see it, we will have a divided America, and those individuals will continue, according to Booker T. Washington, they'll continue to be prominent. They're Hold that thought. Hold that thought. We have to hit a break, and I want to finish the on the other side for that. You are listening to Brook Talks America on AM860, The Answer with Colonel Jim, and our guest, Bishop Aubrey Shines, and we will be right back for the rest of this great conversation.
more Brook Talks America coming up. And you never did think that it ever would happen again. In a very good future, you never did think that we'd ever get together again. When we damn show food, you were walking real proud and we're talking real loud again. In America, you never did think that it ever would happen again. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. Visit on Facebook. Search Brooke Talks. And now, your host, Brooke Says. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. Here with Colonel Jim. And we were want to get right back into speaking with Bishop Shines and and uh, begin back on that thought, Bishop Shines. Well, again, I, I just, I, when you look at, again, the level of rhetoric I always challenge people, especially when I'm on a show that is uh, unfortunately a foe to the Constitution, those who just despise America. This is what I found. Most individuals have never traveled out of the country that hold these views. Also, what I found is that their source of as far as ascertaining knowledge usually are through sound bites on a TV show that also hates America. And so when you're constantly fed a diet of that magnitude, you will then never know, whether you're black or white, by the way, Mm -hmm. you will have no idea that it was, and again, I'm not here just pushing one party above the other, but I am here espousing the facts. Most people will have zero idea that the Republican Party was actually formed to really dismantle the Democratic Party who did not believe that blacks were even human after all, that their only purpose was to serve as related to their whims. Most people, Brooke, will have no idea that the KKK was no more than what I called in an article that I did for the Washington Times, uh, the stormtroopers for the Democratic Party that lynched terrorized blacks all throughout the South. Most individuals have no idea that the Jim Crow laws were designed, again, by the Democratic Party. And I always use this. They have no idea that genocide, as relates to exterminating blacks that were, by the way, considered no more than weeds, again, a Democratic idea from a eugenicist by the name of Margaret Sanger, and her whole purpose— Again, the head of Planned Parenthood was to make sure that the undesirables, the deplorables, the (laughs) blacks, were put into these scenarios to totally exterminate them. Yet, most Americans have no idea of that information. Why? The mainstream media won't do their job. Our liberal professors, high school teachers, middle schoolers won't talk about that portion of American history. Why? It doesn't, Brooke, fit their narrative. And you know that Sanger has a, speaking of statues, right? So if they really wanted to protest that, which they should, first of all, they should be painting Black Lives Matter in front of Planned Parenthood and not Trump Tower. But also there is a statue of Sanger in the Smithsonian that is funded by taxpayers. I know that there was a group of of clergy that were there protesting that statue way back. But where is BLM on that? That is a genocide. (laughs) 
Well, they're not going to because, course, again, yeah. the BLM is funded by guys like George Soros who hates America. Mm-hmm. And, again, what most blacks and whites have zero idea to is the statement that I just made, and that is when you are a funder of something that you absolutely loathe, why in the world would you attack something that would bring light? Well, it's never going to happen, and this is why, again, Shows like yours, organizations that are out here doing something just to say, hey, guys, girls, listen, here's the information. Now, what you do with that information, that's another issue. Our job is to make sure that there is an alternative side that is projected, and this is why we have the type of pullback. This is why the Hillary Clintons of all the clergy in the United States of America, (laughs) I was the only guy that she listed in her book. When I've written things, whether it was for uh, Breitbart and or Real Clear Politics, I have had to have extra security just to make sure that our sanctuary would be safe because we have individuals that want to disrupt and boycott us simply because we don't share their Stockholm Syndrome narrative that America really is a the most wonderful place on God's given earth to live, and that is being a United States citizen on this great planet. Well, and it's a good thing that you and your flock are all very big supporters of the Second Amendment. Yes. (laughs) Well, again, I wouldn't recommend anyone coming into our sanctuary, as we have seen throughout America, where they kind of bully the members and that sort of thing. We're not hoping that anything happened, uh, but we are well prepared for all things. Thank God for a constitution that allows us to do just that. Yes, absolutely. And so, you know, um, there's a there's a lot. I'll just get into quickly. So the, the, again, the BLM they they took down a Frederick Douglass statue. They vandalized a slave a statue of a former slave. They they vandalized the 54th Regiment Memorial yeah. in Boston. I mean, it it doesn't make any sense. None of this makes any sense, which is why it's obviously not about that. And you wrote a really great article in the Washington Times that I'm going to put up on the um, the Facebook. And I know I, I want to talk with you about the new organization, the CCC. The the article was titled, of course, there is systemic racism in America, and it's in the Democrat Party. And I wonder if got to, if that got to old Hillary herself. She, I should maybe tweet it to her just to troll her. But one of the things that you said in there that I thought was so important, and, and Malcolm X understood this, it said that this is the mindset of the Democrat Party. And that is blacks are victims and white liberals are there to rescue them. After all, they can't stand on their own, but that yet there's no data in history that implies that. And if um, I'm sure you've seen the statistics, it's like only 17 percent of attendees at BLM marches are black, while over 44 percent are white. So that totally confirms what, you know, your statement and your article. And again, I'll put it up. And and there's a Stockholm Syndrome article that you wrote that I will also put up. But this is this goes to show it has nothing to do with that. And, the, well, the, no, you know, this is, Brooke, this is all designed, again, to make black and white in this country. Divisive. Yeah. It's designed to tear down the heritage. I was on a show 
just a few months ago. And the moderator says, well, aren't you offended uh, with these, these individuals that hated America, treated blacks a certain kind of way? Don't you want their uh, statues removed? I said, absolutely not. And they were shocked. Why wouldn't you? What's wrong with you? You're educated. Don't you know better? I said, look, let's understand something. If you remove individuals, whether they're good or bad, from the landscape of America, you're doing a few things here. One, then we'll never be able to know that we overcame individuals yes. like that because there's nothing there then to prove it. Number two, if you remove them, what's going to happen a year from now when they want to remove Dr. Martin Luther King's statue in Washington, D.C.? After all, he was against abortion. He believed in traditional marriage. Yeah. Is Dr. King next? And so there, Brooke, is the conundrum that we all face in America. Leave these things alone. They are a, a reminder, by the way, of how great America is, because at one point in America, there were individuals that did not think in what I call a godly constitutional way. But long came change, and if we remove them, what we're doing, we're creating a new history now that will say something very different. I'm not into history having a revision asterisk attached to it. I believe it serves a purpose. And if we don't come together as black and white and mm -hmm. push back on the false narrative of these Antifa, Black Lives Matter, mainstream media groups, then we're going to lose our nation. Yes, I completely agree. So we have about two minutes left. I want you to talk about your conservative uh, clergy of color organization so we can let everybody know about that. Conservative clergy of color dot org is one of the most, I believe, uh, alternative voices, black, Hispanic alike. And we don't discriminate against anyone else that wants to come as long as they have color. That color <laughs> can be white. It really doesn't matter. I'm to pink us. with spots. Yeah, I, well, well, you and me both, but that's a whole other subject. And I tell you, one of the things that we're doing outside of the interviews, the articles, we are actually reaching masses of blacks and whites alike that are actually looking for what I call a, a parameter a safety, a place of refuge, where they know that we're going to speak the truth as it relates to this Judeo-Christian nation, what it's about. We are supporters of our men and women in blue. We're huge supporters of that American flag that has overcome the atrocities of slavery. And we're just here to kind of give them a different perspective of what's going on in this nation to let them know that what they're being taught what they're hearing every day on some mainstream media site is not what and how this nation has become as great as it is. That is the conservative clergy of color dot org. That's who we are. And that's Brooke is why we do what we do. Well, and that's great. And, you know, the, the other thing that's it's so um, I, I, first of all, there's a lot of pushback against this, which is really good. Uh, you know, the clips that we showed, but also we, we don't really have time to get into it. But I'm sure you've seen the interview with Terry Crews and Don Lemon and Terry Crews just destroyed Lemon. But I, the other thing that it really misses is how even under the most extraordinary circumstances, black people in America have thrived it takes away the sacrifice and the service of people who served in the military. It just, all of these things just take it away. And really, 
I think that's really the part of the point. Democrats do not want the economic news. They sat when Trump at the State of the Union talked about black unemployment. They don't want the success. The Antifa and BLM went into the communities and have destroyed like 40 percent of black owned businesses. So that's part of the thing. So I think it's really despicable. And it actually it undercuts the incredible thriving strength of the black Americans in this country, even under those circumstances. It does. And we can do better than all of the things that you just enumerated. And we will. This is why voices like ours will not be heard. Again, I'm invited on shows all the time. But guys like Don Lemon and these guys, they won't bring guys like me or Larry Elder, someone on. It's simple. They can't afford it because they're, they're one, they could never debate us and win the debate. That's, that's impossible. Yeah. But what more is important, as is important, is the fact they know that the small audience that they have, and it is shrinking, thank God, they would now be informed, and even as minuscule as that audience is, we would probably help eviscerate it to the point it would become non-existent, and it would force those guys off the of TV, and the owners, stockholders, would then have to vote and say, you know what, let's get back to reporting news, and let's get these clowns off of our show because it's killing us here. This is what conservative clergy of color is all about. Well, and that is our mission as well, and together we will go along that and hopefully put all of those jokers out of business. I want to thank you for coming on the show so much. It was great talk. We will be in touch, and we will have you back on, and I'll put those articles on the Facebook, so listeners, make sure you check on that. You're listening to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says, with Colonel Jim, and we will be right back. More Brooke Talks America, coming up. In the wind, in the wind, Welcome back to Brooke Talks America with Brooke Says. Connect by Twitter at Talks America. Here's Brooke Says. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. Wasn't that a great discussion? Um, I'm your host, Brooke Says, here with Colonel Jim. We are on AM860, The Answer, Salem Media Group. Be sure to connect on social media. You can get it all on my website, brooktalksamerica.com. And remember, I'm waiting for that Jaguar. Just saying. Anyways, before I get into the next segment, uh, I want to drop a a couple of a few clips, a quick clip on how Democrats used to think about Mount Rushmore. You know, Trump did his speech there last week before Trump was president when they thought it was great, which, of course, turned to Mount Rushmore is racist after he was elected because they're hypocrites. This is our country at its very best. What an incredible achievement. Visiting Mount Rushmore today, Bernie Sanders taking in the majesty of the moment, this monument to four great American presidents. Just the accomplishment and the beauty here. It really does make one very proud to be an American. That was from 2016. Isn't it interesting how times change? Uh, uh, And here's a clip about the coronavirus and how I think we're being completely played the pandemic with regards to the numbers and the Democrats continuing to destroy our economy. I just want to be clear in terms of the definition of people dying of COVID. So the case definition is is very simplistic. It means at the time of death, um, it, it was a COVID positive diagnosis. So that means that if you were 
in hospice and had already been given, you know, a few weeks to live, and then you also were found to have COVID, that would be counted as a COVID death. It means that if, um, technically, if even if you died of a clear alternate cause, but you had COVID at the same time, it's still listed as a COVID death. So um, everyone who's listed as a COVID death doesn't mean that that was the cause of the death, but they had COVID at the time of death. So if you break your arm and you have coronavirus, that's coronavirus. It's crazy. And here, since we're talking about defunding the police and Trump has been running absolutely brutal ads about this, that eternal bubblehead that has nothing but helium gas in her head, Comrade Cortez, demands defunding the police, but has no idea what will take their place. But let's just imagine it, shall we? We can disagree about the details of it, but we can't go back. And um, this conversation, you know, figuring out that path forward you as much as we want policy to be i'm gonna propose it i'm gonna have all of the answers and put a neat little bow and we're gonna pass this one law once and everything is gonna be fixed that's how we wish all of this stuff works but what it really is going to take is experimentation and to ask what if and to even pass laws in the spirit of that experimentation as well Seriously, she has a degree somewhere. I don't know what it did. It come from a Cracker Jack box. This is the really it's shocking. This woman actually she got 16,000 votes and she runs the Democrat Party. Think about that. This election is absolutely crucial. And that clip alone, along with some clips that I'm going to show you in the next segment with Colonel Jim, should show you exactly what is at stake for America from today. July 11th, 2020, we have exactly 115 days until the most important of election of our lifetimes. I know we hear that all the time, right? You're probably like, oh, yeah, yeah, they always say that. But actually, I'm sure this audience is like, yes, for sure, that is right. I thought it was that way in 2016, but it's 100% certain this time. One of the reasons is because socialists, the socialists are feeling very, they're feeling their oats because they've been able to get away with a lot of destruction thanks to the Democrat mayors and governors, both with the economy, them shutting down the economy, but also the statues and the burning and looting and everything like that. And they have hundreds of millions of dollars behind them. They have unlimited funds. BLM is getting tons of money donated, and it's not even going to BLM. It's going to Act Blue and all these other organizations. Some of the stuff we're going to get into again, uh, in the you know, and I would love to you know talk with these people. Right? No one said America's perfect. Obviously, we have a history, but let me tell you, I have visited jails a few times for some service work that I've done, and those jail lobbies are full. Along with prison lobbies, they're full of people who are visiting their imperfect relatives, their imperfect loved ones, by the way, who committed crimes. Some of those crimes have been committed against their own community. So some of these protesters are protesting, and they have probably been in those jail lobbies visiting their relatives. But they don't want to cancel their relatives, but they want to cancel this country. They want to, the le- this is what left, the left wants to cancel America itself. You heard that. You're going to hear that uh, with some audio from Omar and this cycle from Seattle. Well, it's up to us, each and every one of us listening to this show and everybody that you know that is not listening, that is a, a deplorable. You need to tell them to listen to the show because it's a great show if I do say so myself. <laughs> but seriously, from this day on, every citizen, 
needs to not just be complaining on Facebook and Twitter. And trust me, I love to war on Facebook. It is my pastime. Okay, it's my great hobby. But that's not going to get the job done. Just that alone is not going to happen. You need to get out and help the candidates that you want, Republicans, of course, and the most conservative you can find. If they're if they're squishy on Trump, I'm telling you, they're rhinos. I don't care. Uh, we need to work as hard as Trump does. You see that guy's a machine. He sleeps like, what, four days, four hours a night? That's it, always working. And you do not want to look back and think, that, you know, this Trump said in the election, I left it all on the on the field. You don't want to look back and think that you could have done something and you didn't to save the country from becoming a communist nation for your children and your grandchildren. So please, I beg of you. Yes, I'm begging. Please volunteer, whether it's at your local GOP headquarters, such as with Chairman Jim here or with a specific candidate, such as a Trump campaign or both or all of it. Everyone can do something. And the great thing is, is that now especially with uh, the coronavirus, you can make calls. You can do a lot of this stuff from your home. You can make calls in your pajamas. I've done that, right? You can have snacks. You can have your coffee and be in your pajamas and still get it done. And this is the fact. We are literally in a fight for the soul. You know, not like Biden says they're trying. Biden has come out and said he wants to transform. That's what Obama was talking about. The fundamental transformation of America. You're seeing it before your eyes. We've talked about that in previous you know, shows. And I'll tell you what. So that's what the country is facing. That's what's at stake. Whether you want to become a communist. Democrats are not socialists. They're not patriots. They're not democratic. There's nothing democratic about that. Jim is going to be talking a lot about that stuff. They're communists. Lenin said the goal of communism, socialism is communism. So beyond all that, though, and, you know, Bishop Shines talked about that. Maybe most of all that we need to do is we need to pray. Yes, we need to pray our hearts out, our souls out, you know, pray like your your country depends on it because it does. Uh, and, I, you know, I have a friend and I talk with her. She says, I don't really pray. I don't know if I believe in God. Like, I believe in something, but I'm just not sure. Pray anyways. It doesn't matter. Fake it till you make it, okay? This is a spiritual battle as well as a political or an ideological battle. Surely you can see that. And the reality is that the left does not believe in God, and they certainly this is what BLM is about. This is what all of this stuff is about. They don't believe in the principle of redemption and forgiveness. They will punish you. I've talked, you know, we've talked about all this stuff. It has to be repeated over and over again. They will punish the people who stood in their way. You know, that's what they're doing to Trump and all of us deplorables. And there's a meme out there. He is just in the way. They're going to punish us. You know, Glenn Beck talks about this and it says, and, and you know, we need, we need to be we say one nation under God, we need to be one nation under God, which means under God. Beck talks about this all the time is that we're a covenant nation. And what does that mean? The pilgrims made a covenant with God. The founders made a covenant with God. George Washington, at the beginning of the Constitutional Convention, said the event is in the hands of God. Uh, and historian David Barton pointed out when they studied, they studied about 3,200 direct quotes from all of the documents of the founders and the political writings at the time, they discovered that the number one source was the Bible, right? There was no separation of church and state idea. It was saying an official church or an official state religion, but they never, ever, ever intended for there to be separation of church and state and separation of the state from morality. 
And you can see where not having morality has got us. They said 34% of all those quotes in those political documents came out of the Bible. America is, even though Oblabla said it wasn't, America is, in fact, a Judeo-Christian nation. And in my opinion, if we don't turn back to God, I don't think we have a chance. There is a wonderful um, video out there by Jonathan Kahn who talked about the uh, the harbinger, and it's called The Return. I suggest you watch it. I firmly believe in that myself. Um, you know, we have to get back to God. I don't think there's any way about it. Trump consecrated his campaign to God, and I believe that's why he won, or else Hillary, you know, would have been president. That's my opinion. Anyways, so you're listening to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says, here with Colonel Jim. And check us out on the uh, website, brooktalksamerica.com, and we will be right back. More Brooke Talks America coming up. To Brooke Talks America with Brooke Says. Connect by email. Info at brooktalksamerica.com. Here's Brooke Says. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. Let's get right into it. Uh, Now we're going to turn to Colonel Jim, as I mentioned. And since he's going to be talking about Antifa, BLM, and their agenda, and he teased up some uh, stuff that he from last week. I want to include a couple of clips to preface his comments. The first is from, you probably have heard it, it's absolutely insane, from a Seattle County, uh, Seattle City Councilwoman on socialism, and then it's going to go right into the clip from Omar, that gem from Minnesota, talking about dismantling the U.S. economy and political systems. I have a message for Jeff Bezos and his class. If you attempt again to overturn the Amazon tax, Working people will go all out in the thousands to defeat you. And we will not stop there because you see, we are fighting for far more than this tax. We are preparing the ground for a different kind of society. And if you, Jeff Bezos, want to drive that process forward by lashing out against us in our modest demands, then so be it. Because we are coming for you and your rotten system. We are coming to dismantle this deeply oppressive, racist, sexist, violent, utterly bankrupt system of capitalism, this police state. We cannot and will not stop until we overthrow it and replace it with a world based instead on solidarity, genuine democracy, and equality, a socialist world. Thank you. As long as our economy and political systems prioritize profit, without considering who is profiting, who is being shut out, we will perpetuate this inequality. So we cannot stop at criminal justice system. We must begin the work of dismantling the whole system of oppression wherever we find it. She's a charmer, huh? Both of those two are the uh, forces in the Democrat Party. Uh, uh, Jim's article, by the way, is on my Facebook page, uh, Brook talks, and so Jim, expound on the scoop that you dropped last week about Antifa. In in light of those comments, which really, you know, again, I want to reiterate: we said when they tell you who they are, listen to them and believe them. Okay, 
They just told you who they are and what they want to do. So you dropped some scoop about Antifa and Syria. And does America really understand what we're dealing with with in relation to Antifa and BLM? Not yet. And hopefully this will take place in, in the coming months between now and November 3rd. First, I want to just mention, because this is so critical, and it's about the Democrat Party, and I'm going to be writing about this in the, in the coming weeks, how important it is to understand we always heard about the transformation, the fundamental transformation that a man by the name of Barack Obama talked about. He was actually honest about that, right. but he wasn't honest about what that transformation was or what that what that was supposed to look like. And I've reached a point now where I've, I'm done with the labeling of the Democratic Party and their and their ideology and their agenda about social Democrats, socialism. Let's cut to the chase. It's communism. As you and Bishop Shines talked about earlier, it's about communism. This is the end state. This is what they want. And when you listen to Omar and you listen to the maniac from Seattle. She's crazy. She's crazy. But they they believe this. They actually believe this. And when you heard her talk about how they were going to go get away from this evilness called capitalism and they were going to talk about social justice and they're going to talk about, you know, making things fair for everybody. It's a lie. It's propaganda. Both of those women were talking pure propaganda. They are talking the fundamental roots of communism and that's where we're going. However, as I talked about a little bit last week after uh, towards the end of the show, we want to talk about the methods and how they're going to do this. This starts with BLM and Antifa. And I've been doing a lot of research on Antifa, and most people don't understand this. Antifa in America has been around since 2012, at least, at least the modern-day Antifa. They have been training in Syria for the last eight-plus years training in the civil war in Syria on the side of the Marxist communist organization called the YPG. It's the group that Hillary Clinton decided that we America should support of all should support of all the insurgent groups in the civil war in Syria. We are dealing with the Marxists, the communists. That's who the Obama administration picked for us to support and for Antifa to train with. How how interesting is that, that they did that? And those are the Kurds that they were complaining about Trump not supporting. They're, they're communists. They're not the good Kurds that we should be supporting. They're the bad ones. E- even you know? when our special forces who were tasked to go train these, this group, the YPG, as Brooke said, who are the Kurds, they came back to Central Command, to Special Operations Command, to the Pentagon and said, why are we training these people? These are not the people America should be training. They were, this was under the Obama administration. They were given their orders. This is who we're training. They saluted smartly and they went on and did that knowing full well this was wrong. But that's what our military does. They don't revolt against the leadership. They do what they're told. This is why Donald Trump, after becoming president and was 
looking at what's going on in Syria, the end of ISIS that we we defeated. And he said, it's time for us to pull out. You know, that was one of the things he ran on was getting out of the endless wars. And and Brooke is really really passionate about that when she talks about that. Donald Trump knew damn well that this is a group that we should not be supporting. They weren't the Kurds from northern Iraq who we who supported us during the Iraq war who love America who embrace uh, our patriotism who embrace our constitution who want to be like us this uh, these are the communist kurds and that's why Donald Trump said we're not going to support these folks and our our men and women are not going to die on foreign soil supporting these folks and why he made it he was so passionate about it and he got a lot of heat from both republicans particularly the rhinos the john mccain the groups the neocons yeah. for doing that but he did the right thing in the end and and i'm proud that he did that um so pay attention to what's going on we have the we have antifa and blm who are hardline communists who are now uh fighting the war on the streets of America, and it is a war. It is an insurgency. It isn't a rebellion, and it's backed by, you know, the Democrats. This is their militant wing, and we need to pay attention to that. I just want to interject something here. The co-founder of Black Lives Matter names convicted cop killer Asada Shakur, who is, I believe, in Cuba, right, uh, as one of her heroes, and the BLM national organization is fiscally sponsored through a leftist group called Thousand Currents, whose board of directors includes convicted terrorist Susan Rosenberg. And I guarantee you, I think Jim's going to talk more about this, Obama is associated with all of this as well. His friend Bill Ayers was a domestic terrorist. It's like all my radical friends are coming over tonight could be the new left-wing version of the Hank Williams song. So it's just important that we, you know, it's it's very rooted in left-wing revolutionary Marxist philosophy. Go ahead, Jim. Yeah, this is what something the the far left elements of the Democratic Party have been just hanging their hats on for so many years, for 50 years. You know, we saw this in the 60s, as you mentioned, Bill Ayers. It was the Weather Underground. They were labeled a Marxist ideological organization. And those groups have been there all along in different elements, and now they've resurfaced. And under- all over academia, which and is crazy. Absolutely. You know, we knew Bill Ayers was, was a, a professor and taught this this type of radical ideology. It's been there. It's been behind the scenes within our academic institutions, our colleges, our high schools, and now it's up front and center. And, you know, we're going to have to deal with this. And this is a responsibility of every American to understand what's going on. So with that, you know, I want to talk about a couple other things. Uh, you know, real quickly, um, Mike Flynn, you know, Judge Sullivan once again is is going full tilt. He is not going, he's not backing down, and he's calling for uh, the appeals court to continue the case. So we're going to continue to monitor that. Uh, the other thing that we want to talk about real quickly, uh, and this is the most important part that I want to talk about, is um, what we found. I've done, I've been doing research. It's related to BLM again and Antifa. However. This is really critical. There is a Chinese link to this. Gee, I wonder how that could possibly happen. But our U.S. Customs and Border Protection uh, organizations, the, the Border Patrol, uh, they have intercepted in Kentucky, in Louisville, Kentucky. Now, this goes back to May 22nd. They kept it, they kept it hush-hush because they had to do their analytical aspect or analytical work on it. But 
10,800 um, weapons parts for AR-15s that were apparently now, way we're seeing it, earmarked to go to Antifa and BLM. And what this was uh, coming out of China were the parts to make regular semi-automatic AR-15s that are already in the hands. We've seen BLM, we've seen Antifa carrying their weapons around in Seattle, we've seen them in New York, we've seen them in other places. They can make these with just a little bit of mis- a little bit of tool work into fully automatic weapons. These wow. these are, you know, and those of us who 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 are into weapons and understand this and have been in the military, you know, we call it an auto sear. What it really is is it's a drop in fully automatic mode that makes an AR-15 into an M16, a fully automatic weapon. Ten thousand eight hundred of these, and guess where they were eventually earmarked for. Melbourne, or Melbourne, Florida. That's wow. where these were eventually going to go. And that's the big question. Okay, what were they going to do with them in, in Florida? What, what was, what's the reason? Uh, there's other pieces of intelligence in this puzzle that we're working on that shows some of the funding for this came from, obviously, Soros. Some of the funding also came from this guy in California, we kind of know him. He's the governor. <laughs> Apparently, there's some deals going on between him and China. It's called money laundering, and some of the funds may have been may have come from him. Uh, there's indications there was a, a a Los Angeles Times article that talked about he wanted to use this as uh, the effort to get the insurgency going, so to speak, in California. Who else is going to be involved? They looked at. Uh, funding and arming the drug cartels going back to Fast and Furious. Remember that story. All this is in play. Uh, The information is there. Homeland Security is already talking about it. So I want to leave you with that. We'll be talking more on that as we uh, go into this. And it's it's this is getting scary and it's getting dangerous. These are the communists playing the full game. And just remember when Obama said we're going to have a civilian military force. Do you remember that early in his case? I think it was 2008. Well, you're actually seeing it, folks. Antifa, BLM are the left wing revolutionary military force to carry out their agenda. So I say You know, time to get to the range and get a little practice on just to cover your back. You're listening to Brook Talks America. We need about two more hours. I'm your host, Brooke Says, here with Colonel Jim. Thank you so much for listening on AM860, The Answer. We will see you next week. Johnny's feet. Johnny said, devil, just come on back if you ever want to try again. I done told you once, you son of a bitch, I'm the best as ever been. He played found a mountain run, boy, run. Devil's in the house of the rising sun. You've been listening to Brooke Talks America with author, publisher, conservative advisor, and patriot, Brooke Says. Connect by email, brooktalksamerica at gmail.com, by Twitter, at Talks America. And listen next Saturday night for more Brooke Talks America on AM 860, The Answer. Yeah, boy. <laughs> that was good, huh?